What kind of idiots would stay home when the weather is okay, but on a snowy, snowy night. cold night decide, oh, let's go out into downtown Chicago and... Well, you're listening to those idiots right now. <laughs> I Hi. got my hand raised, yes. <laughs> and thank you very much for putting that little ditty in our head, because now Jingle Bells will be... But it seemed like the appropriate song, because yeah. we came dashing through the snow into the station tonight, and it was actually quite nice. It was very nice. pretty, yeah. yeah. In fact, if you go to our Facebook uh, page, uh, facebook.com slash Show. You'll see we've been posting uh, pictures as we've been here in the studio, and as we were some pictures of what we saw as we were driving. It was one of those nights. The, the streets are kind of patent leathery. Yeah, yeah, and you definitely need yeah. your windshield wipers, and you probably need some some goop as uh, as as the the morning goes on because it's just getting all slushy and. But at least if you're in the the city area proper, it's not nearly as bad. Certainly as I thought it was going to be, because there had been predictions of uh, three to six inches, and it looks like, well, maybe we got a couple inches in the immediate downtown area, but nothing horrible. But I guess if you're closer to the Wisconsin uh, state line, there's a whole lot more stuff going on up there. And it's always a different world in northwest Indiana. So if you're listening to us and there's something we need to know from your part of the world. We are live. Yes, we are. And we're at 312-981-7200. You can call us. You can text us. We look forward to, you know, just being here with you till 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a short show. Next week, we will be back here for the full schmagiggy. It'll start at 9 o'clock. Whether you want it or not, you're getting a full (laughs) schmagiggy next week. And then. That's with a capital S. Does that word come with a definition? <laughs> no, well, be here next week and you'll find out exactly what a schmagiggy is. Well, uh, Gabe, I'll tell you, it's the opposite of a, a half schmagiggy. It's a full schmagiggy. Well, well, I can tell you right now, along the Wisconsin state line, they're getting a full schmagiggy of snow up there. Uh-huh. Uh, most of the snow uh, that we've been tracking on the radar has moved off to the north and the northeast. Um, we do have a little bit of freezing rain in parts of northwest Indiana, and we do have some scattered snow showers in some of the uh, northwest and uh, southeast suburbs of the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, not too bad unless, again, you're where all that heavy snow is near Wisconsin, but... Um, there there could be some slick spots on the roads. Do drive carefully out there. There are some snow plows putting out some salt down on the area roadways to kind of keep that from happening. But if you're along the state line just and you see a snow plow, just you know, clear clear yes. out of the way and let them do their jobs out there. Drive safe out there, reduce your speed. Um but again, um we'll con- you know, we'll continue to keep an eye on, on the weather conditions and the road conditions as well. But right now, um not really a ton going on in okay. that area, but we do have um you know, like I said, we do have a winter weather advisory that's in effect for us, for, for Chicago, the city itself up north. They're still under a winter storm warning until 3. So we'll just continue to keep an eye on that for you. Okay. As we were driving in, we were counting the houses and the windows that we still see Christmas trees yes! in. Lit Christmas trees in one block on the north side. In one block, there were seven lit Christmas trees on Lakeshore Drive, and we were driving about forty miles an hour. Yeah. I'd go, oh, there's three, oh, there's four. I, I was literally counting as we're going down the drive because it excites me. And you know what? We still have hours up. It's been so yeah. dreary that it really, really makes well, the, me feel This past good. week, it was nice to just uh, yeah look at the tree uh, with its little top hat, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have a star on the top of the tree. We have, we a, have top a top hat. hat. Yes, it, it, it kind of works for us. It's it's Frosty's top hat. Well, Dan is in here tonight. Hey, Dan. Hey, good evening. Welcome back. Well, thank Dan, you, Dan, who is the keeper of the big plug, Dan Long, uh, who has been uh, manning Zamboni duties tonight for a while. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh man, that was a, a great piece of uh, audio that you guys ran from WRHU. That dude was having a I heart. Thought, yeah, I thought he was going to have cardiac arrest. Yeah, that's Chris King. He's the radio voice oh. of the New York Islanders. He needs to work up a little more excitement. Wow. What, what happened? I mean, I, all I heard was off in the distance, there was a man yelling, and I grabbed my headphones. Was that a win or a loss? Was he upset or was he happy? Yeah, it was a win. They're one of their top uh, forwards, Matt Barzell, scored a goal. And uh, they've been having kind of a rough season where they've been underachieving, so wins have been hard to come by, much like... Here yeah. in Chicago, 
And uh, I guess when you have the chance to get excited when you're calling an underachieving team, you got to take it. Yeah. Well, he was good. That that will go down in history as one of those moments for sure. Well, uh, what we like to do is a little round robin when we settle in here. The best thing that happened to you in this past week. So, Dan, we shall start with you. The best thing that's happened in Dan's week. Talk about putting me on the spot. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll start. The best thing is I'm here tonight because... Yeah. It looks like I've got shingles behind me, and they weren't there. They were on my arm and my hand. So, <laughs> um, wow, what a week. This time last week, I said to you... Oh, you were not a happy camper. This, this time, time last year, week, you know. I literally said to you, am I imagining it, or am I actually moaning out loud? Because I could just hear this, oh, oh, oh. In, in fact, this was the week where you finally agreed with something that I have been saying for years it feels better when you moan. It does. When you say something. <laughs> when you say like bleep, you bleep, bleep, your, bleep, bleep, yeah, bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, you toe, you have it, to say something. Oh, yeah. But the pain was, I'm not kidding you, the pain was so, and I've, I've got a high pain tolerance. I, I'm not a crybaby. It was so off the charts that I was having an out-of-body thinking I was hearing someone else moaning because it was so constant. And you would say, that's okay, that's okay, you'll feel better. In my sleep, I was going, oh, oh, because it was on my left hand and arm. So the shingles, I've never had anything like this in my life. I have been bitten by a fire ant. The best way I can describe this is my arm was in a sack of fire ants, and they were just all the time. They were just walking and, and burning, and then every now and then go, eek, eek. So you get these electrical shocks up and down your arm. Now, I know I've talked to people who've had shingles in their head, around their eyes. My dad had it on his torso, so the sheet, he couldn't stand the touch, you know, the sheet on his body. I, I, yes, I I literally feel your pain now i can say that it, it, and let me jump in here and I, and I want to address a couple things and i'm going to ask the texters to hold off the the the, yes. the people who think we're anti-vaxxers no we are not anti-vaxxers two things and i'm going to bring myself into this for a second mm-hmm. uh up until about a week ago neither of us had been vaccinated right i had not been vaccinated because I have autoimmune hepatitis. My hepatologist for years had said, you don't want to get the shingles vaccine because you don't want to get that virus into your system. I had chickenpox chicken when I was child. a kid. Right. Then I, I recently heard from the hepatologist, he said, don't get the regular shingles vaccine. Get the new guy. Get Shingrex, right. which I have, in fact, done. Right. Now, as far as Johnny not having had a vaccine up to that point, you didn't think there was any, and doctors no. had told you there was no reason for, for you to. All have. my life, Dan, have you had chicken pox? See, I never did. I never did have it as a kid, so I got the whatever that version of the chicken pox vaccine when I was like really young. I, I ended oh, up getting good, it. Good, yeah. good, because I never had chicken pox, and I'm an only child. And people say, "Well, you had to." Have. I said, "Wait a minute." As an only child, you'd think my mom and dad would know if I had. It's not like I got lost in a mess of kids. And they always told me, no, no, you never had chicken pox. You never had mumps. I told two different doctors in my life who asked me after I was 50 Mm -hmm. years old, have you had the shingles shot? And I said, no, but I've never had chicken pox. And both doctors said to me, well, then you don't have anything to worry about. You Mm -hmm. won't get shingles. You can't get shingles if you haven't had chicken pox. Now, if I was like you, even though I've never had them before, if I'd been vaccinated, or if I'd had a test to find out if I'd had chicken pox, but we didn't know it, then I would have got I would have gotten mm. the vaccine, of course. N- and certainly I will get it now after this is completely over with and out of right. my system and the doctor says you're cool to get the, the vaccine. But a lot of people jumped on immediately. Were you vaccinated? Uh, that's not the point. I was told I didn't have to be. Yeah. And now I know better than that. So I share this with you. If you've not been vaccinated, that's certainly something to think about. Now, would you get the shingles vaccine as you get older? They typically say 50 years old, you should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows where we're going to be? Yeah, who you knows? Know, because you 18 know, years down the road when I'm 50, so yeah. it may be a whole different thing. But yeah, if, I mean, if it were today, I would, if my doctor said get it, I would get it. Yeah, yeah. But now the flip side of that is I was talking to Gabe and his wife. Gabe, was your wife in her 20s? 
when I she... I think Gabe just walked out of the studio. Because he was telling me that a, a good 10 plus years ago, and she's a teacher, she had it in her scalp, and she thought she had Ew. chicken pox. And in fact, they said, no, you didn't have chicken mm-hmm. pox. You had full-blown shingles. And let me tell you, if if the arm feels like your your arm is in a bag of fire ants, I would imagine just touching your hair, if your hair hurts, can you... Ah, th- oh, the pain is just mind-blowing. So that's the best thing that happened to me in this past <laughs> week. I'm sitting here now saying, hmm, I'm not in pain. And I'm not on meds, but thank God for meds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there were about five days that were just delightful when I was just like, wow, what day is it? Oh, this is good. I'm okay. <laughs> Shingles are not so bad. <laughs> we'll take a, a quick break and then come back and find out uh, what the, the yes. best thing was that happened to Dan and to Andrew and who knows who yeah. else. So stay with us. That is one of many reasons why we like... Andrew B. as our producer, because he has a wide comfort zone. You, he does. Went, you went back for Sam Cooke. Yes, my yes, man. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> he said, picking a song is like picking my favorite child. He's like, what? i got to pick a song right now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 was, I was racking my brain, and I, I realized I was, uh, I was in a very big Sam Cooke mood today. So. That's a good place to be. All right, we're going back to Dan. Best thing happened to you this past week. Okay, well, you talking about uh, pain and visceral reactions to it. Now it pales in comparison to having shingles on your arm. But I did. Uh, I took a little bit of a spill on mm-hmm. Thursday night. It was my only night off this week. Went out for a couple of drinks, naturally, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was icy out. So I slipped on some ice on the oh. sidewalk. And what's your natural reaction is to break your fall with your hand. Yep. Yeah. So I had my right hand out and i you know it was a pretty decent tumble uh but it could have been way worse i could have you know snapped broken my wrist which Mm -hmm. would have been no good because i need my hand to yeah work and live life uh so that could (laughs) have been way worse tie your shoes exactly (laughs) wow uh, okay speaking of that kind of thing years ago (laughs) i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh yeah you know the story (laughs) I'm i'm a big fan of the chicago auto show which is coming up in a couple weeks yeah this was roughly 1970, late 70s. Uh, go to the auto show. Before I went to the auto show, went to get a burger. It was an icy step, slip on the step, fall, ow. Okay, all right. Go to the auto show, load up with all kinds of brochures. Bags of brochures. Walking out of the auto show, and all of a sudden my arm starts to feel funny. Long story short, I wound up in the emergency room. They said, you shouldn't have gone to the auto show. You have now broken your elbow. Oh. I wound up in a cast. He was carrying shopping two, bags and brochures. Because my show. mind was focused on auto show brochures. <laughs> yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, my, So my adrenaline carried me through oh. the auto show until, oops, no, you not realize. such a good idea. Yeah. Oh. It's adrenaline is a powerful thing. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay, Andrew, best thing that happened to you this past week? Uh, well, uh, it, my week's been pretty uneventful, uh, mm-hmm. but after hearing... All those very painful, very uh, vivid stories. Um, I'm, I'm, I think my best week is right now realizing that none of that has happened to me as of yet. Knock on wood. That's good. Absolutely. Okay. All right. When you can say you're going through the week unscathed, that's a good week. And you had some downtime, too, so that was good. Yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a good time to relax a little bit and uh, yeah. regroup. You know, it's odd. You're talking about falling and your natural instinct is to put your hands down. Right. The last time I this this sounds like this is my my merry medical half hour. Um, I had my hands full when I took a tumble and I broke the fall with my face. Oh, that's probably worse. Oh, oh! When I stood up and my eyes were black within a couple of hours because my glasses shattered on my face. But I never let that laundry out of my hands as I was falling. <laughs> if only I dropped it and broke my fall. A couple of, of well, it was a couple of days after my eyes. I mean, I've got two big black eyes. And, and was that the time I'm thinking of? When yes. That there was an incident on our, our street. street. We go outside. There are some police officers on our street. And one of the first things I said to the police officers, I said, "I really didn't beat her." <laughs> 
because they were looking at me. Yeah, suddenly, if, oh, okay, what's going on? Yeah, here? exactly. The issue that brought them to our block paled compared to this poor woman with the two black eyes. <laughs> and of course, I don't know why they're staring at me. And Steve goes, "Hey, hey, you need to know, she fell." Yeah, hi, yeah. It's what they all say. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> you're probably right. But I keep thinking about not dropping the laundry, and. You know, like, you dummy, you break and fall with your face. Again, you had your priorities. <laughs> That's right. Mine was auto show brochures. Yours That's was right. laundry. We That's have right. different priorities. <laughs> and Dan, on the other hand, was probably a little numb on certain body parts. So, you know. By the way, I have to thank the, all of you guys for what you did last week when we were not here. We were home listening, and we had no idea what uh, what you were going to be running. And uh, suddenly we hear the interview that we did with uh, Stan Lee yeah. years ago. So uh, thank you to whoever, whoever, whoever was responsible for pulling up the stuff yeah. that was aired last week. That was, was kind of fun to hear that it was, stuff. It was very sweet. I mean, in between my moaning, it was a very yeah. sweet sound. <laughs> I think that was uh, producer Ben Anderson. Oh, Ben. Was, was oh, that Ben? Yeah. I he, think so, yeah. 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 He, he's, he's, he's an old soul, too. Yeah. And he's a hardworking dude, too. Well, coming up tonight... Now, you're here till what time, Dan? I'm here till 4. Till f- oh, yeah. okay. Well, have another cookie and <laughs> yes. coast for the next few hours. Johnny made some chocolate chip cookies. I did. Yes. Um, uh, I figured I've got a... I've got a reputation. I've got to uphold mm-hmm. my re- Somebody said to me, and I don't even remember who said it to me last time, didn't you used to cook all the time when you had shows? And I was, yeah. yeah. And then I realized, wait a minute, maybe that was a hint. You used to cook all the time. Why aren't you doing it now? <laughs> so I will change my ways starting this week. We should mention, uh, coming up a little later, mm-hmm. uh, one of the many reasons we uh, – came back to doing this is one of the things we missed was introducing you to people you may not have heard who are real talents and and a lot of them are right here in chicago too and after one o'clock we're going to introduce you to one of those talents yeah uh she she is an extraordinary lady who is doing an olivia newton john tribute Annie Aiello. Yep. And she'll be joining us after the 1 o'clock news. We should mention, too, uh, that uh, we've got a bunch of things in the works. Some of them are going to happen starting two weeks from now. Next week we have a full show. Yeah, next week we have a full Mm -hmm. show. But then the week after that, we're going to be out of town, but we're taking you on the road with us. We're going to be heading down to uh, Panama City Beach, Florida. And the powers that be said, sure, take the kids with you. So we're going to introduce you to some of our friends in Panama City Beach. One of them is a uh, New York Times bestselling author. Mm -hmm. Another one uh, is the man who was the road manager for David Cassidy, uh, David uh, Crosby, Crosby and the Rolling Stones. And Joan Baez and And Jackson Brown. And he's got some great stories to tell. So we, we've got some real interesting people we're going to be introducing you to over the next And I will weeks. make you a promise, if there's a snowstorm here, we will not talk about the lovely weather in Florida, because it's been unbearably cold there. In oh, yeah. fact, we've been told that when we get to Florida, we have a couple of broken water pipes on our sprinkler system because the ground has frozen. Really? Yeah. And they're just not used to that. We found out, I, I don't know if we told you this or not. We never knew in all the years we've been going back and forth to Florida, there are people on our block in Florida who don't have a furnace. Now, is that They're crazy? just not used to it. And this year they yeah. ran out and uh, my, our neighbor ran out to Lowe's and bought one of those little fireplaces, electric fireplaces. She said it may not really warm us up, but the dog can lie in front of it. And psychologically, when we're sitting in front of it, we feel warmer. <laughs> Because it was down in the 20s. But the, the, that's one of those things. I never, ever thought about that. And my dad, who originally bought the house that, that we have in Florida, uh, when he moved in, uh, he, he, had, he had a, it was like a... A, a wall heater. A, a wall heater and then eventually a furnace. But yeah. I'm just amazed that 
People I know. live in climates and don't even have furnaces. Well, a listener texts and says, I've got the fireplace going and the whiskey drink poured, and I'm listening to Stephen Johnny. <laughs> Sounds good okay. to me. You know? Yeah. Could we get a fireplace in here, Dan? Could we get one of those Lowe's plug-in fireplaces? You know, I'll look into it. I'll All see. Right, good. We might be able to expense that. <laughs> okay. okay. That, <laughs> Thank I you, like Dan. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a lot of things coming up tonight. Uh, we hope you will stay with us. You can text us at uh, 312 312- Nine eight one seventy two hundred, and we've got. Uh, we got the last call coming up next hour. Too. Yeah, don't forget that. And we got unfinished business, and we are probably going to get a little BS in, and we're going to find out when do you stop saying Happy New Year? Because I said to you, I encountered somebody. In fact, two instances where people said, "Oh, Happy New Year," and I thought, "Well, that's nice." And then I, at what point do we stop saying that? Is it Valentine's Day or? Groundhog Day, or and I, I wonder how many of you can remember where you were and what you were doing. Obviously, this depends on how old you are. Sixty-seven years ago tonight. Oh, not nineteen sixty-seven, uh, which was also a, a momentous weekend, but 67, sixty-seven years, years ago, ago tonight. Yes, I know exactly where I was and what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Sh- should I share the story or uh... no? Save it. Okay. So and, it, and it's one of those things that it just came up on the calendar, and I said, "Yep, you were there. I was there. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that." And <laughs> it was a a significant moment in in my life and in your life too. In everybody who's listening, it was a significant moment. Oh, now you got me thinking. Yeah. So I was there then. No, you weren't there then. <laughs> okay. But it's just, it <laughs> was I'm a confused. significant moment and it impacted tons of things. Is that in my notes someplace here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a lot coming up in the next hour. We hope that you will stay with us. Steve King and Johnny Putman of WGN Radio. And no, that is not Olivia Newton John. Ha ha. I know. Because <laughs> I got goosebumps when I'm listening yeah. to that with my headphones Sounds on. So. Good. So good. That is actually the woman we want to introduce you to tonight. I'm so excited because she's so dang good and you all should know. And and I, we hope that you will get to know Annie Iello. Annie, hey, Annie, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. It's nice to be all cozy at home and and just to be able to chat with your friends. And, and as I said, I'm so excited to let everybody know that they're going to get to see you performing as Olivia Newton-John. Can we start do a little bit of background? You've been a singer sure. in the Chicago area for a few years, right? Yes, absolutely. I, uh, oh gosh, I think I'm, I'm aging myself, but definitely, you know, 20 plus years I've been, I've been singing around town so it's been it's been a wonderful ride for sure and it was last year early last year that you decided since you do a living newton john music in your show that you know what maybe you know i could i could do some more olivia newton john correct actually so uh close to that i mean i i was at a concert that uh, olivia was performing live back in 2017 Mm-hmm. And uh, she was at the Genesee Theater in Waukegan, right? And that was shortly after she had announced that she had her third bout of cancer. And uh, I just remember thinking to myself when I was at that show that someday I'd love to tribute her music. And you know, I've been a fan of hers all my life. Uh, I've I she her her music was the soundtrack to my life. But and you, I've been singing her stuff since I've been seven. So, and, and this goes back to then. this goes back to I believe your mom and dad bought you your first Olivia Newton John album. Am I correct? Absolutely, yeah. So it was it was one of those big vinyl LPs. If anybody's <laughs> listening out there that doesn't know what that is, for sure, it's I'm, big. I'm the seventies all the way. And in <laughs> fact, if if you recall those those wide sort of mid-level furniture pieces that have the the top that lifts up yes. you know that that's what i played these albums on sure uh-huh. <laughs> my this... daughter came home with uh, uh uh have you never been mellow and that was that was the start of it 
That's, for sure. And and I'm back to your show though, your plans to do the show. This was really long before she had passed away. She passed away in August of last year. So this was Correct. in the works in your head that you wanted to do a tribute music to her and you'd been told, "Hey woman, you sound a lot like Olivia Newton-John." Yeah. I mean, it it's 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 a little freaky. Um <laughs> I mean, you're so good. Uh and again, you. you know, I've listened to it over and over again, but with my headphones on tonight, I said to Steve, "Look, look, I've got goosebumps. This is so cool." Mm. <laughs> and and Yeah, well, in, in during COVID, you know, many of the musicians, many of my, literally, they're, they're world-class musicians. And so the guys that are, uh, the gentlemen that are part of my band, I mean, they're wonderful. And in 2020, you know, they, many of them were, were unemployed or not working very much at all. Yeah. And so uh, 2020 provided us the opportunity to really just get started on, on creating and, and developing the show. And um, so it wasn't until really May of 2022 that we officially launched it and we started with with videos we started with YouTube videos and and it kind of went from there um and that's that's how that's how the show got developed and of course you know unfortunately Olivia passed in August of 2022 and I think that just sort of piqued the interest of of a lot of theaters in the area and people that really wanted to hear her music live and um you know clearly it was it was just something that people it's nostalgic music you know Mm -hmm. people are brought back to that and i think music does that by nature it brings us back to moments in time and and i think olivia has just done that so successfully throughout all of her career i mean her her career has spanned you know five decades and uh so it's an honor to come and and you know the show presents at least four decades of her music Hmm. we don't touch much of the 60s but we go from the 70s through through the you know 2000s mm-hmm. and, and beyond and so it's it's really a lot of fun it's a fantastic show and and we're we're thrilled to do it we've got her country stuff we've got her grief stuff we've got mm-hmm. physical we've got ballads <laughs> so we, we really try to cover the the, the gamut and i i, I want to back up a little bit and do it as we were talking with you off the air there's a kind of a six degrees of of, of a bunch of people uh, that we're all associated with and one of our mutual friends is Lisa McClowry, and a lot of our listeners know that Lisa has, for the past uh, many years, been doing a share tribute, and she has been, uh, matter of fact, recently over in Australia. She's in Australia now, yeah, yeah. And again, scary she, she good. She might be listening right now. She, <laughs> she, I actually spoke with her uh, today. She says hello to everybody, by the way. And um, no, Lisa has been a gift and uh, truly just, uh, she's a phenomenal artist. She's uh, been a coach and a mentor to me in this year that we've been developing this show. Um, you know, as I said, I've been a singer around town, but I've never officially done a tribute to anybody. And um I, I know of many of the same friends that Lisa has, and I knew of her. I just had never met her. And I think the Chicago music scene tends to be smaller than, than any other large city that I know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa um, and I connected at one of her concerts this summer. And uh, she is just, I mean, she is Cher. When you see her on, on the stage, she becomes Cher. She's phenomenal. She's, she studies. She she does her voice, her, her costumes, mm-hmm. the moves. Uh, it's just fantastic, and so she's she's coached me through this this journey of of developing this Olivia show, and I'm so grateful for her her coaching because I think that's what makes our show unique. Is it's truly, um, uh, you know, we really try to honor Olivia's style and her her music, and we do it as Olivia sang it and as you right. hear as the musicians played it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of musicians. The little piece of magic that our listeners heard, you were not singing to a track. We have some musicians in this area that are, in fact, world class. And you will be performing with them when you're doing your two shows. One of your shows will be at the the gorgeous Des Plaines Theater. And then you're going to be doing your show at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles. And we're going to give everybody all the details on that because they're coming up on February 10th and 11th. And you will have a band with you. And these people are fabulous. And and, uh, some of our friends are in your band, uh, Tom Tom Linsk. Tom Linsk, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Tom is is fantastic. He he does, I mean, he's 
he's all over Chicago, um, and he does a fantastic Billy Joel tribute called Mulberry Street. But just to just to brag on on the band a little bit, I mean, some of these guys have played with Oprah, American Idol, Jersey Boys, Frankie Avalon, Mannheim Steamrollers. I mean, you name it, mm-hmm. these guys are out there doing that. Um, you know, most most weekends and most days of the week throughout the year. And I'm just honored to have them be on the show, and and they just really will bring an exceptional, an exceptional show. Just even just musically, you know, it's yeah. fantastic. So yeah. grateful and, for that. And not only are they mega talents, but you're talking about a bunch of really nice guys yeah. too. Really sweet mm-hmm. people. We're talking with Annie. Yeah, at- there's, there's no drama, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe you. Yeah, and that's always yeah, a good thing. We're we're talking with Annie Aiello, and she does this amazing show called Always Olivia, an Olivia Newton-John tribute, and it's going to be coming on February 10th to the Displays Theater. And I'm hearing wonderful things about the acoustics and the sight lines and the renovated Displays Theater. And thanks to Ron Onesti for doing that. And then the next night, she's going to be doing her show at the Arcata Theater. And in we've St. been Charles. to the Arcata, and it's again, it's one of our favorite places. It is. Just it's terrific. Wonderful. And again, Ron Onesti has done yeah. a wonderful job of refurbishing the and respecting the the theaters yes yes so we're going to come back with Annie Aiello in just a moment here on WGN Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio we're talking with Annie Aiello who is uh, doing this incredible always Olivia tribute show and I want to emphasize the go back to something that that Johnny said a little while ago what you were listening to that's not Annie singing over tracks that's Annie and her band, band. live. That is what you are going to be hearing and seeing when you go to the show. Yes. This is, uh, Annie, you should be very, very proud of what you're doing. Mm. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And and yeah, considering considering you're doing these different decades, we're talking different outfits, aren't we? Different costumes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know you yeah, hate to have to get more me. clothes. <laughs> Yeah, no, I we do five costume cha- we're going to be doing five costume changes in this, right. in this next uh, <laughs> upcoming show. So that's going to be interesting and I've got about 90 seconds between each change. Oh, so okay. wow. I, I, I had to go out to Vegas and learn from from Lisa the expert on how to do that. So Yeah. Well, that that's what uh, I was just going to ask you. Uh, th- that is that's a part of the the presentation that people don't see. But that is a very important part of, okay, you're off stage for 90 seconds and the band is doing something in those 90 seconds and you have to really get from uh, long hair to short hair, from leather to whatever. and and (laughs) To exercise clothes, to your country outfit. Uh, That's pretty cool. (laughs) And then come out, then you have to come out and not be breathless when you've got the microphone in your hand, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, got to stay in shape in uh, in every way. So, and we should also mention that as a teaser, folks can see you on WGN TV on Wednesday, February first, and that's going to be on the midday news, right, Annie? Correct. Yeah, around eleven forty-five in the in the morning on Wednesday next week, uh, we'll be doing a song, one one ballad, and probably a song from Greece, but. You got to watch it to, to find well, it. Well, not only do you have to watch it, but I'm yes. going to because we have some very loyal listeners. I'm going to ask that all of our listeners, along with watching, mm-hmm. that they pray for good weather because I believe you're going Thank to be you. outside on the stage outside on Channel Nine. I sure. I, I, well, that's news to me, but <laughs> I'll bring my coat if that's the case. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Outside. That's good to know. Because <laughs> we were looking at, at one of the memos from. I have one question, Steve. Is that is that a full schmagigi of snow, or will that be a half schmagigi? Uh, well, it, snow... actually, this is a three quarter schmagigi. And snow is not your concern on Wednesday. The wind chill is supposed to be below zero. So. Oh no. I think. I. I. I and and I'll say I, I hope I'm wrong, but but we were looking at the the memo from Channel Nine and. <laughs> I hope you're in the studio. Please tell them. Please. In the name of Allah Tolly, put this woman in the studio. Please. We've got no clout, but I have no problem with sending a message over and saying, please. 
please. Have you ever tried to please sing do. in zero temperatures, people? Really? I say my vibrato will be quite fast. That's all I have to say. And you know what? Your leather may be a little crunchy, too, if you're out there. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I have to read a text. Uh, comes from Lisa's mom, Mary Ellen. Yeah. Bless her. She texts and She's says, phenomenal. We stayed up past our bedtime to welcome you both back, and we're so happy to hear that Annie is your guest tonight. She's not only a very mm-hmm. talented musical artist, but she's a wonderful woman with a heart of gold. Her star mm-hmm. is rising. Yes. And folks, you heard it here. Her yes. star is rising. Absolutely. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. And and let yeah, me Mary jump. Mary's a phenomenal lady. Yes, she is. And speaking of people that are fans of yours, I want to jump to another uh, phone call. And uh, Rich, you wanted to say hi to Annie? Hi, Annie. This is Rich Wade. <laughs> hi, Rich. How are you? I'm good. Uh, are She's you Johnny? I moved away from Vegas. <laughs> oh, you see, Andy, I was going to ask you, are you familiar with the Wade twins and their love? Of, uh, yeah, they're, they're part Rich, of the circle. Came and helped, he came and helped me on, on my very first show. Oh, and, really? Uh, he was just phenomenal. He came and showed up at our rehearsal, and we're just so grateful for that family and for those guys. And yeah. absolutely, they, they helped us do the promo video. They were they're wonderful guys. So I'm very, Lisa introduced me to them, and, and yes. Course, I'm familiar with them. And Rich, so, were you blown? You're here. Were you blown away the first time you heard her sing Olivia Newton-John's music? Uh, yes, I had uh, the goosebumps too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just it's incredible, and I love the fact. Again, uh, a text just came in, wanted to know: Does she actually do the different uh, the different eras of Olivia Newton John? And you said yes. yes, like four different eras. Olivia had over a hundred million records mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of music for you to choose from. That had to be hard too. You know, it was a super fun hey, uh, process because he's Johnny. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, hold, hold oh, on, Rich. Hold on, Rich. Go ahead, Annie. Yeah. No, I, I was just going to say it was a fun process because you know, honestly, growing up with with her music since I was seven, you know, I, I know so many of her songs, and uh, you know, honestly, her greatest hits album is, is a great first stop to to check out, and and so we pulled a lot from that, and. You know, then we added some from from the early '70s. A lot of her her country stuff. We do we do a country medley, which uh, is is exactly how Olivia did it on stage live. And then we do some of the things, some of the added added songs from the 2000s, like uh, from her her Gaia and um, Grace and Gratitude album, which mm-hmm. are newer songs that she's that she's uh, sung over the years. So, well, Rich, thank you for tuning in tonight. Nice to hear from you too. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, I'll text you later. Okay. Okay. And, Thanks, and, Rich. And it, <laughs> let us not forget, too, that you have decided that you, like Olivia, you want to continue to support the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Wellness mm-hmm. and Research Center. So how is that going to work mm-hmm. with your shows? Yeah. So first of all, you know, I lost a, my dad passed away due to cancer. I had an aunt and brother-in-law who had um glioblastomas, which Olivia's sister, Rona, passed away from. Um, and, you know, I think cancer hits all of us in some way, shape, or form in our in our families or, you know, extended families. And so it's something that, you know, I think all of us at some point can relate to. And um, so I went ahead and I formed a website uh, on Olivia Newton-John's Cancer Wellness and Research Center um, platform and so if you go to my website at alwayslivia.tribute.com and press the donate uh, link at the very top of my website you, you'll be taken immediately to that link and so anybody who comes to my show uh, and you want to donate to Olivia Newton-John's Cancer and Wellness Center um, you'll just see uh, that it's it's under my name of my show and, and mm-hmm. Annie Aiello and so um, any any amount of uh, funds that we raised through the concert, um, her center will see. And so, uh, you know, my goal is to be the top fundraiser out there and uh, to really uh, rid rid our world of cancer, you know, yeah. as, as best as we can and, and as soon as we can. Because we, we've lost a beautiful woman in Olivia and John. She, she was gone too soon. And I know many of us feel that way. And, and I felt like, you know, I wish I knew her as a human being. I wish I knew her as a person. I didn't get to know her, but... Um, I know that uh, many of us have loved ones that, you know, were gone too soon. And 
So I'm going to do whatever I can to to help raise funds for that. Thank Annie, you. I'm going to ask you if you can uh, can you hang with us for a couple minutes. We got a break for Absolutely. news. Can you stay with us? Okay. More with Annie Aiello coming up. Stay with us at WGN. We're talking with Annie Aiello, who will be presenting the incredible Always Olivia tribute to Olivia Newton-John on February 10th at the Des Plaines Theater and on February 11th at the Arcata Theater. And I know that was not an Olivia Newton-John song we just played. That was one of Annie's original songs. And Annie, I wanted to play that in part because this is something you did several years ago. And yet I hear in your voice, there is such, even at that point in your career, there was such a similarity to Olivia Newton-John. I mean, that's the kind of song when I first heard it, my immediate thought was, I could have heard Olivia Newton-John doing Mm -hmm. that kind of a song, doing that specific song. So, and we love that song too. That's why we wanted to play it. <laughs> so, well, good. I'm so glad you like it. Was yeah, she? You know, was yeah, she sorry, always was she always a strong influence on your career? Because that that's what I'm sensing. She's my greatest vocal influence for sure, hands down. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I grew up listening to her music starting at the age of seven to the point where you know I knew every lick, I knew every up and down, and, and her vocal vocal approach. Um, mm-hmm. I studied her music since I've been a child, and um, I think it just has come out in my voice. And uh, yes, you're right; that is my song, and 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 that's my 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 lyrics and my writing. And, and working with Chris Cornell, who's who's a Grammy nominated um, producer, uh, but I um, yeah, absolutely her 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 voice is is within me, and uh, her, I think her spirit is there. You know, mm-hmm. I really, I, I've just, I've admired her as a woman, as a, as a woman who does many uh, wonderful things for people, for human, for, for f- folks that are sick and, and um, for animals. And, you know, she's just a, what I can tell a lovely human being and has used music as a way to really reach people. And I've done the same, interestingly enough, um, you know, I've, I've used music as a way to, to help heal and to bring, you know, light and, and goodness to people and, and fun. And, you know, I think that's what our, con- our, our shows are going to be about is, is that we really want to bring joy to people. And I think that's what music does. And it also just transcends us back to those moments. And so, yes, I mean, ever since I've been a little girl, I, I, I will go back to those songs that have influenced me and, and pull it out into what I sing today. Hmm. Well, speaking of you as a little girl, are are you a local girl, born and raised in this area? I am. I grew up in Arlington Heights, Illinois, uh, and so you know I'm definitely local. I live out uh, in the far northwest suburbs, so we're getting a lot of uh, schmigiggy snow, <laughs> snow right now. <laughs> but yes, I, I've been local um, all my life and been a Chicago girl, and so very grateful to be part of this city and, and this town and. I think it has some of the best musicians and music around, and um, and so I'm super grateful to uh, have this opportunity. And, and thanks to the Onesti family for letting me be part of their their theaters and and uh, you know bring this music locally. Yeah. So and how lucky you know, it's a new show and. Thanks for the support. We're so. so lucky to have these theaters too, and yeah. and and to have Ron yeah. who has this vision to give us who want to see our music, our people, back on stage again. Mm-hmm. And maybe these people don't want to perform or try to fill a massive venue. They can have this intimate mm-hmm. setting with diehard fans. Mm-hmm. And that's the really cool thing about the approach that he has to his booking at, at the Arcada and now at the Des Plaines Theater. Um, so, Absolutely. yeah, you're a perfect fit for that. And our hat's off to Ron for what he's doing. Was there a point? Well, I, I understand he's a Sicilian-Italian, too, so I, I, I'm told he's, he's, he's pretty good at cooking. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> so. well, was there a point in in your life when you realized not only did you like doing this, but, yeah, mm. this was going to be your career. This was where you were mm. going to go with your life. Was there a point when you realized, mm-hmm. yeah, this is going to happen? You know, that's an interesting question because, um, you know, I, I'm the youngest of six kids, as I just said, in a big Italian family. And uh, my family was very much about education, that that was always a priority. And so I went on and got um, an MBA in 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 business, and I ended up 
you know, I was always singing. I was always in musical theater and doing my um, local, you know, uh, I was jobbing with, with many local bands that do weddings and corporate gigs and jingles. And I've gotten to sing with, you know, I, I had an opportunity to sing with Richard Marks and, and just do some really, really amazing things. But it was always um, a, a part, it was always a second uh, career for me. It was never one single career. And um, so I uh, finally, I think in my 20s, you know, really started putting uh, more effort in. I, I actually never knew or learned how to uh, play an instrument and uh, I never learned how to read music very well. I actually have a, I learned by ear and it wasn't until I was in my twenties that I got um, vocal direction from a dear friend of mine and uh, taught me how to sing harmonies and taught me how to do a lot of things that have now really propelled my career musically. Hmm. And um, so, uh, you know, yes, to answer your question, it wasn't until I was in my late twenties that I really, uh, started taking music way more seriously can i can i give you the can i give you the best quote i ever heard about not being able to read music Hmm. you know the name chet atkins yes this came from chet atkins at a time in nashville where the nashville sun was so big and and everybody was appreciating chet and he had done the uh, the the album with les paul and everything else and somebody asked him chet do you know how to read music? And he paused for a second and he said, yeah, but not so much that it hurts my playing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <And> exactly. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> and you know what? There's a lesson to be learned from your story, too. Don't let people hold you back if you say, well, you're in your bedroom, you're singing into your hairbrush, and you say, but I don't know how to read music, mm-hmm. or I don't play the piano, mm-hmm. or I'm not a guitarist. That doesn't mean anything. No. I mean, you, Absolutely. Uh, you're a great example of that. Just go for it. And, and, and I'm sure you felt at some point in your life, maybe I need to go to L.A., or maybe I need to go to New York. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thank goodness you stayed here like so many really <laughs> talented people. You know, we're going to start doing a regular feature once a month on our show called the Chicago Showcase because there's so much yeah. talent right here that people need Absolutely. to know about. And, and we're, and we're going to invite you right now, yes. whenever it works out, uh, let's get you in the studio uh, with us. I love that. And yes. we'll just hang out and see what happens. I may cry. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> There'll be happy tears, no, so don't, do don't don't be scared if I start crying. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. I'd be honored to come back, and and thanks so much for having me on, and thanks for for plugging the show, and uh, oh, Annie. you know, just really yes. You're, you're, Hope, hopefully, we don't have a major a major storm. So no, you're good. Your no, we're, we're going to try to cut down on the schmigiggies. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you a, uh, a text um, when you hang up from us. I want you to look at your, your message from me where I show you the plans for you to be outside on Wednesday at 1145. Okay, well, okay. I, I, will, uh, I, will, I will definitely get a, a very large uh, down jacket for that. <laughs> so it's we'll television, people. Out. I'm so like, can... what are they thinking over there? Stick with radio. We'll be good to you. I promise you. It'll be a bad hair day, everybody. It'll be a bad hair day if that's the case. It brings a whole new perspective to watch Annie get down. Oh, watch Annie get physical. <laughs> Boy, she's going to be physical to stay warm out there. Uh, the shows are going to be, I, I predict they're going to be huge. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Displains Theater, Friday, February 10th, 7 o'clock. Tickets are 29 bucks. That's on Minor Street in Displains. If you haven't been there, I'm hearing nothing but good things about the theater. And then, of course, Annie's going to be the next night at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles on Main Street, right on Main Street. And you all can get details on the shows at Annie's website, and you can go and purchase mm-hmm. your tickets at oshows.com. Oshows.com. And uh, always Olivia and Olivia Newton-John tribute show. Annie, congratulations. Uh, I think... Uh, hey, guys. Thank you so much. Mary it, it's been a genuine pleasure to, to talk with you. Annie. Mary Ellen said it right. Your star is rising, girl. And we're just so happy uh, that we can we, we can just talk to you tonight. And we hope that this is the, the beginning of many other conversations. Thanks so much, you guys, for having me on. Have a safe trip home. Thank you. Good night. Take care. 
Just before we break, uh, we're going to get ready for our last call. Now, the way this works, uh, and boy, this show is good. I know. You, you'd think, I mean, for a five-hour, oh, wait, it was only an hour and a half show. Okay. Uh, Next week is five hours. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, 312-981-7200. Right. And uh, our last call is the last caller of the night. Now, to be fair, what we will do, like we did the last time, a number of people will call in and then Andrew will tell and give us a number, one to four, one to ten, whatever. We'll choose a number, and that person will be our last caller of the night. And uh, we'll just chat with you and um, wrap up the show, and we got some goodies for you. So And find out how many schmagigis of oh, snow you it. had. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So uh, 312-981-7200 if you want to win uh, some goodies and be our last caller. Yeah, it's it's that time. uh, We're flicking the lights, getting ready for a last call. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's how it works. Okay, Andrew B. tells me we got a bunch of people on the line, so we decided after the first week to make it fair. We would choose... And he's given us a number, and from number one to eight, and I'm holding up my hand for Steve, and I'm giving you a number five. We're going to go with number five. And number five is Lori. Lori, you are our last call. How Woo-hoo! are you doing? Hey, Lori. Hey, Steve and Johnny. I haven't talked to you in forever in a day. <laughs> well... Well, for, forever was okay, but the but day, day, oh my that, gosh, that put the strain on it. <laughs> so, and Johnny, no more shingles for you. No more. Oh no, no, no oh more shingles for gosh. me. No, no. And I, I, and pardon me for just a minute. We'll get right back to you. I want to say for the folks who who texted and said, "Oh, I've I've had that before." I I now feel your pain. As I said earlier, mm-hmm. I feel your pain. And if your family did not understand you, you need a new family because yeah. it's so bad. Right. <laughs> have you been down that road, Lori? Have you have you had shingles? Thank God, no. Oh, good. Good well, for you. We got because so lucky. Tony, I told you that Tony was 64 the last time I talked to you on the radio, and he had the shingles on his chest. Yes. And he was one of these guys who wouldn't go to the doctor if his life depended on it. But he ended up going to the doctor because the pain was horrible. Well, one of, one of the says, things that we got very lucky because we were able to get in to see a doctor, yes. uh, our, our our regular doctor, and she just had a, a hole in her schedule. We got in to see her, and Johnny got the right medication right away. And yeah. from everything we're hearing now... Tells us that it makes so much difference if you get that medication right, right away, away to nip it in the bud before it gets. Doesn't make it go away. Yeah. It just makes it go away a little quicker or maybe yeah. a little less painful. That's about it. Yeah. Because he, he, uh, we were in there. I went with him, and so I said, "Open your shirt." Yeah. And the doctor says. Take off your suit. So he takes off his suit right away. Mm-hmm. Doctor looks at him. He gives him this topical medication. Mm-hmm. And usually he doesn't believe in all kinds of meds. But in this case, oh, yeah. <laughs> you say, give yeah. it to Rally me. James had internal shingles last year oh. or the year before or whenever. Ooh. Oh, dear. Ooh. That- Lori, Lori, it's funny you should say that. Well, not funny, but... Johnny said basically the same thing that you said, where some people say, oh, the medication, you know, uh, mm-hmm. yes or no. She said, oh, boy, did this specific medication yeah. make, make a, a difference. huge difference. Make a huge, huge difference. And I was just reading, too. I, yeah, this has become quite an education when you've got nothing to do but lie there and say, at least I'm not in pain, that um, one out of every three people over the age of 50 will experience this. One yeah. out of every three which if, if you have Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty incredible. Oh, and let me throw in something else here. Uh, because when Johnny went in to see the doctor, that was when I got my shingle shot. And some people have said, you will have a reaction to shingles. I the had uh, to the shingle shot. Other than initially a little bit of a, a, oh, a small ache in my arm where they gave me the shot. Other than that, I've had Nothing. no reaction. Yeah. Did Nothing. you have anything topical, Steve? No, no. 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 Really? J- j- just, yeah. And, and uh, uh, I think it was um, 
Mary Vanderbilt here at the radio station had talked openly about the fact that she had to take a day off when she had it because she just felt lousy. She felt like she had the flu. But you know what? We all lived through that with the COVID vaccines because some people said, well, I didn't feel anything. And some people said, oh, I felt lousy. And the bottom line is everybody's different. Everybody's different. Yeah. Let me change the the subject on you, Lori. Where you live, did you get a whole lot of snow over the past few days? Yes. And I haven't been outside. I don't run errands except once a week to Walgreens Mm -hmm. from Wilson and Western to Lawrence and Western. You know that six-way corner there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) And I got tired of asking for guidance across the the street up there because it's a six-way corner. Mm. So I have Tony's... uh, nephew-in-law who lives in Ann Arbor on Coonley Court. I don't know how well you guys know Ann Arbor. No. But that's where they are. So anyway, I call and ask him to get me an Uber because I don't have a computer at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I go up to Walgreens, but other than that, and the snow is is usually shoveled. The sidewalks aren't yeah. real full or anything, so yeah. that's not that bad. Well, stay home. I'm glad we were here for you tonight. I'm glad you were our last caller, and now I'm glad you're going to be wearing a retro WGN radio T-shirt. These are so cool. And you're going to get your own desktop weather station from American Weathermakers Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, the 60-Minute Men. And uh, visit AmericanWeathermakers.com to get more info if you'd like your own desktop weather station. But Lori's getting one, and if you're our last call, maybe you'll get one in the future. Thanks, Lori. Nice talking to you. Thanks a lot, Lori. Oh, and I have some news for you. What's that? In Burbank, California, on February 25th, there will be a banquet luncheon with Pat Boone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's right. It, in fact, um, I, I follow Pat. Pat Boone, yeah. And you know what? We should get Pat on the show. That's a good idea. Because it has been so long yeah. since we've had Pat. The last time, oh, Laurie, I hadn't thought about this uh, forever. The last time we talked to Pat Boone was when he came out with his heavy metal album. Yes, that's right. And he was wearing leather. Yes. And, and, and he insisted that that was not a joke, that this is legitimately the music he wanted to sing, yeah. which makes me think of Dolly Parton. And, yeah. you know, she's doing a song with Slipknot. Yeah. And Metallica, this is going to be crazy. Actually, this is uh, taking me back to something I mentioned earlier. One of the other times that I had talked with Pat Boone was the night that Elvis Presley died. Right. I was over at the Once Big 89, and uh, we broke format, and I had Pat on, and he shared because he and Elvis – uh, both came up at the same time from Memphis and mm-hmm. had a lot of similarities, even though their music was significantly different. But that takes me back to, see, this is all, you think we don't plan this show? We have a script that is so carefully put right together. I mentioned earlier that there was something I knew exactly what I was doing 67 years ago tonight. And it was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a nine-inch television set with my mom. Saturday night, we tuned into the summer replacement, or actually it was the winter replacement show, for the Jackie Gleason show. It was called Stage Show with Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the show, they were running down the list of the people that were going to be on the show, and the Roger Williams Uh, who was very big with Autumn Leaves at that time. He was going to be on the show. And they mentioned some other people. And then they mentioned this crazy name. And we thought, this guy's got to be a comedian, because with a name like Elvis Presley, (laughs) he's got to be a comedian. (laughs) And after we watched the show, we realized, no, No. he was not a comedian. Even on the nine-inch screen, you could see that. And a, a lot of people think that Elvis's first TV thing was... Uh, with Ed Sullivan. No, 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 no. The, this was uh, in January 1956. His first network television show was out of the New York CBS studios for Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey's stage show. 
and he came on and he did shake, rattle, and roll. And boy, did he ever! And the rest, as they say, is history. Wow! So that's why I. And know you're I, right. That affected me too, because uh, you know anybody who grew up listening to his music, uh, you were you were changed when you you oh, saw absolutely. him. Absolutely. Whether it yeah. was on a nine inch screen or on stage or yeah. uh, in the movies, because yeah. that's where I I came to love him in the movies and all those cheesy movies. Well, speaking of music, we should mention. Uh, that next week we have a full show. We do. What time does our full our show start next week? I guess it's uh, nine we, o'clock. We I believe nine o'clock next yeah, I week. Think uh, a, yeah, it might be a full full show. I think it yeah. is a it's a full schmagigi next is. week. Mm-hmm. And among the things we have going on next week, we're going to be talking with the authors of a book about Fleetwood Mac in Chicago when Fleetwood Mac, the original Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. recorded over at the Chess Studios at 2120 South Michigan. Also, we are going to have an in-studio performance from one of our favorite groups, the Empty Pockets. Yes, coming back from a cruise yeah. that they're on right now. It's a music cruise. In fact, Justin Hayward was on earlier with Dave Plyer, and Justin Hayward's on that very same yeah. cruise with them. So they have some stories to tell. They've got some new music, some new concerts coming up, and we just love them to death. So That's coming up next week. Thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out with us on a cold winter night. 